Hello, welcome to the Firestarters podcast, where we discuss what lights the fire of UND Chi Alpha Ministries. My name is Parker. I'm your host of this podcast and a member of UND Chi Alpha. In this episode, we will be discussing what is the role of media in Chi Alpha, the marketing, social media, worship, and production of Chi. Today, I'm joined by one of Chi's media interns, Cassie Fall. Cassie, how's it going? Great to have you. It's going good. Thanks, Parker. So, Cassie, can you just briefly describe who you are and how long you've been with Chi Alpha? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a CMIT one this year, which means I'm in the first year of the internship. Uh, I've been in Chi my entire college career. I was a freshman in 2019 and I joined as a student, was a small group leader for the two other years I was in school. And after I graduated, applied to be a CMIT. And so now I'm a full-time missionary with the ministry. Well, that's really awesome. How have you been enjoying it? Your first year has almost come to a close. And so have you been enjoying that? It's been good. It's been probably the hardest but the best thing I've ever done. And I don't say hard in a like negative connotation, but in a it's growing, it's stretching, it's a challenge, but it's it's been the best thing. So would it be fair to call you a media intern or what's your specialty within Chi Alpha? Why did you choose to take that internship on? Yeah, so technically, no, not media intern. Um intern in the capacity that I have a lot of media responsibilities, yes. And I would say because every CMIT has the goal of gaining pastoral and ministry experience as full-time missionaries, I just happen to have skill sets that allow me to dive into the media world and help spearhead a lot of that for the ministry. And you've been doing a really, really good job with it. (laughs) From everything I've seen you produce to all the photography you do, you're you're on top of it. They're keeping you busy with all that. And so... (laughs) Well, thank you. I, when you, if you had asked me two years ago if I would have any of these skills or be doing this, I would have said absolutely not. I have no idea how to do that. So it's been a recent uh, acquirement in my skill set. So it's fun to use for sure. Definitely a good skill set to have nowadays with how mm-hmm. everything's gone digital, yep. and you know that's just how everybody gets their information. And with that in mind, why is it important? for Chi Alpha to have media and what's the role of it within our ministries? Yeah, definitely. So think about it this way. You have some student that's coming to campus for the first time. They're looking to get involved, but they're not sure what they want to get involved with. Obviously, you're going to have uh, the first week like media affairs and all the student organizational things and like all those broadcasting things. But what about for the student that missed those things, wasn't brave enough to quite leave their dorm room yet, start interacting with people? What is the first thing they're going to do looking for something that they're interested in? They're probably going to search you on Instagram. Welcome to the generation that we live in. Yep. They're either going to Google you or they're going to look you up on Instagram. And so what's really important in the media world, especially in the context of ministry, is we want to be an authentic open door into the ministry that we are a part of and the ministry that we're trying to broadcast and the mission that we're trying to broadcast. And so being A, authentic in those things and B, informative on those things is really important. Like I want someone to be able to search the UND Chi Alpha Instagram and know when our services are, where they are, and what's going on in our ministry just in the front page of where they're looking. Yeah, that's a really good point, especially nowadays where we have such a short attention span. We need to get that information right away so Mm -hmm. we know what we're looking for and we can move on with whatever silly TikTok we were 
you know, yep. preoccupied with. Or it's the person that's literally walking to class and the professor's about to start talking, but they pulled it out real quick because they're like, oh, I'm free at from like 7 to 10 on a Tuesday night. I wonder when this thing I heard about is. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah, exactly. So specifically in terms of media that you've done for Chi Alpha, what are some of the projects and things that you've gotten to tackle over this last year? Can you give us a little insight as to what your role is there? Yeah, of course. So my official job description for this year is I am the photographer and videographer of Chi Alpha. So if you see any photo or video content literally anywhere in the Chi Alpha website, Instagram uh, broadcast, that has been me in some shape or form. And so that's been a really exciting role. I would say some of my favorite things I've gotten to do uh, before our really big events like Fall Retreat and Salt, I got to help spearhead some of the main video projects for those things, um, whether that be interview style videos, uh, giving students a firsthand look from other students' experiences of what those events are going to be like, what they can expect, or in Salt, uh, the UND creative team had the honor and privilege of helping out the Great Plains Chi Alpha, so our regional Chi Alpha, which SALT is a regional event, uh, we got to run their creative media for the weekend. And so that was a cool kind of keeping everyone up to date throughout the conference and then also uh, just giving some preparatory. Uh, Josiah, our director, was the MC, and so giving some preparatory info on who he is and things like that. So that was a really fun video project was his introductory video. Yeah, I remember watching some of these and just going through some of the content you're talking about and Every time I look at it, it's always top of the line, and you guys do a really, really good job. So definitely hold your head high and, and know that these skill sets you've learned have definitely been paying off and, and good dividends, That that's for sure. Well, thank you. It's appreciated. It's definitely uh, not the most formal training in the world for me personally. Uh, other members of the creative team, one of the interns, Kaylee, and then Judah, who's the creative director, they have a little bit more probably formal training than I do. I just was really privileged when I worked for Freedom Church in town last year to have uh, Jack, the creative director, just kind of hands-on teach me everything I need to know. And they just trusted my work ethic and my creative eye. And because I had none of those skills coming in, like didn't even know what ISO would do on a camera, like literally knew nothing. And they kind of just trusted me and put vision in front of me and worked into it and so it was pretty cool to yeah within the span of two years gain a lot of these skills and get to use them in a way that I really believe in. So what about the opportunity for somebody who is majoring within this field? Yeah. Uh, would Chi Alpha offer a specific internship for uh, photo and video or would that just fall under their CMIT program? How would Chi handle that? Do you have an idea? So that would depend on if the person is looking to go into full-time ministry or not. CMITs are full-time missionaries. And so the goal of us um, is more of going towards our pastoral credentials and less about our specialties and like worship or media or production or whatever that is. And so uh, that would be for someone who feels like they have a call to full-time ministry and would be looking into that. It's a national program. So that would be determinant on applying through National Chi Alpha and things like that. Uh, I do know in the past, this would obviously be up to Judah, our director, moving forward, but there have been um, communications majors that have done part of their schooling internships through Chi Alpha, and then that just on a person-to-person -person basis is like the quantity and the just in-depth of what they could do in that experience. 
All right, good to know. Well, it sounds like I'll have to have a conversation with Judah sometime in the future. It does sound like you'll have to have a conversation (laughs) with Judah, yes. So specifically on a campus church, you know, why is media so important for students as we're going about our day-to-day, and how does Kai try to utilize that to the best of their abilities for students-specific? Yeah, I would say for a campus ministry, it's really important to have our students in the loop. Uh, Media is a great broadcasting tool to inform them, keep everyone on the same page, let them all know the kind of the same level of things that are going on in our ministry. And so it's definitely like a a general population reminder. Uh, the way Kyle Alpha works is we feed everything through small groups. If you've been in Kyle Alpha all of five minutes, you've heard about small groups. And so the hope is that their small group leaders will have told them things, but it's not a bad thing for them to open their phone and see on Instagram that we're posting on service night. And yeah, an extra invitation is what I would say that that tends to be. And then I would say for the person outside of our ministry looking to get into it, it's probably their first glance at it. And it's so it's it's access to them, even if they're not quite in the circle yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you guys do a really good job with keeping that up to date. And it just shows that as a club and an, and an organization within our campus, it shows that we're active and we're, we're mm-hmm. going out, we're doing things, that we have a community that's excited and passionate about who we are and what we're doing you know a a dead social account just kind of doesn't Mm -hmm. look good (laughs) you know yeah especially just in this day I mean it the world is a lot different than it was five years ago and that's okay and I think it's about utilizing the things in front of us I think um, there's a couple extremes you can go with media and I think as long as what you're putting out in a media standpoint is what you're going to get walking through the doors you're doing media right and so that that is the dream and the hope of you and you Alpha's media is a the media is never going to be more important than the ministry but it should always benefit the ministry and it should always showcase what we're trying to do behind the scenes yes definitely I agree 100 percent and with that in mind if we turn to the bible now Uh, If you have your Bibles at home, you can open up to Ephesians 4.29, which reads, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So this verse talks about allowing or not allowing unwholesome talk to come out of our mouths. And nowadays that can be applied with our media directly. That it's not just what we're verbally saying, but it's also what we're saying through our posts, our likes, uh, the content in which you're putting out and creating. Um, So how can we as Christians properly utilize media to do good for the Lord? Mm -hmm. I would say that the rule of thumb in media is the hope that it's not just a highlight reel, honestly. Like, I think that is... That is a status quo. And I think there's something about putting a polished and excellent product out there. Full-heartedly believe in that. Like, I'm going to put my all into something that's about to get broadcasted. But I think in order to align with what we see in Scripture, it's always about the heart's intent because we're not meant to be hypocritical. And so I think that a broadcast and showing of something that is wholesome says a lot about the lives that we live and people are going to be impacted by our lives. So if they see that both in a clean presence on social media, but then also in the conversation with us. I think that speaks a lot as to who we are. I agree wholeheartedly that you don't want to be wearing two separate masks, Mm -hmm. that when you're on social media, you're an entirely different person, only showing your good side, Mm -hmm. but then you go to Chi Alpha or a small group and you're being more vulnerable. It, It doesn't quite seem to add up. Yep, exactly. 
So now looking more directly at um, large group services, I know there's a lot of media that also takes place during that. Mm -hmm. um, worship band, video messages, mm -hmm. uh, even just the running of slideshows and presentations for services. So can you give us a little insight to the live performance, the, the live sermons? Yeah. Yeah. I would say we'll just break it down in the order of service because A, that's how my brain thinks and B, I'm not going to miss anything that way. Perfect. So you walk into the doors of Chi Alpha and on the, on the projector in front of you, you are going to see a, probably a rolling slide of graphics that are going to have announcements up there designed by the wonderful intern Kaylee. She will have those up there to give information about upcoming events and things that students should be aware of just so that as they're uh, talking and greeting their neighbors, they have an idea of what's going on. And hey, maybe for that new person that strikes up a conversation of a little bit more of the heart of Chi Alpha versus the two minutes that they walked in the door. Uh, two minutes to service, you're going to see the two minute countdown just for organizational sake. You try and round up 200 and some college students and get them to cohesively listen and you kind of need a countdown to benefit you. Like herding and, cats sometimes. Oh yes, it feels <laughs> that way sometimes. And uh, the perk of that is that's all footage that I've taken within the last year. And so it's updated. It's got the faces of students that you're going to see in the room, which is super exciting. And it kind of gives a glimpse into just beyond large group service, what some of our events look like, what the community looks like, and kind of just gives a yeah, just another lens into who we are and what we do. Uh, after that, you're going to have whoever is the MC facilitating conversation come up, and they're going to ask a connecting question, which is going to facilitate a conversation within the room. And when that question's asked, the video announcement video is going to go on and incorporate it into video announcements this semester. We have what we call affectionately <laughs> the five-minute bumble, which is a five-minute countdown that uh, is over the behind the scenes of us setting up for video announcements and the conversations that we have behind the scenes. So the reason we did that is for the person that maybe isn't quite talking to someone or there's a lull in conversation, they can kind of feel included with the conversation that's going on on the screen or they can be connecting and answering the question of what's going on. And also just to have a filler that's not a boring countdown just up there. Silence, yeah. Yep, and incorporated into the countdown once it gets under a minute, you'll have, uh, this year it was Paul and JC, our hosts on the video announcements, kind of calling towards the camera, asking people to start taking their seats, sitting down. Uh, Paul will affectionately yell at one of his roommates to sit down. Yes, who, breaking the fourth wall. To oh, yes, who, <laughs> who loves it so much, and he'll yell back and kind of gets everyone's attention to start finding their way back to their seats. And the second that uh, that countdown hits zero, the lights in the room will go down and the video announcements will play, which are highlighting anywhere between one to three of our key announcements of the week and kind of get the heart on those things from JC and Paul as well as uh, the information on how to give to the ministry is incorporated in the offering video on there. And then that video will finish and uh, whoever is reading the psalm and introducing worship will come up. And then in the back, you'll see whoever our wonderful slides person is. In this case, it is David Kaysen this year. He is facilitating that back there using ProPresenter. He will bring up the media slides for the background for the psalms. And those psalms will be projected onto the screen so that as we get into worship and we read a psalm together, everyone can see those things. And then from the media standpoint, that person will also be running the slides for the worship lyrics. And so that kind of takes us into the first half of service through worship. And then afterwards, uh, we get into the sermon. And so that person's going to come up 
and pray us out of worship, um, pray for a need in the room. We'll also get to pray for an unreached people group because we believe that it's super important to not only be on mission for God's kingdom here on our campus, but also aware of the things going on out in the world. And it says that uh, Jesus won't come back until the gospel is preached to every tribe and tongue, so we better be praying for those other tribes and tongues out there. And so uh, that's one reason that we pray for an unreached people group. Um, and then it's sermon time, so that MC will introduce the whoever's preaching that night, and they'll come up, and on the media side of it, uh, Judah this year has been in charge of our sermon graphics, and so he'll have a, you know, a ever wonderful cap captivating sermon graphic up on there, and uh, the preacher will have their sermon notes available to help people follow along and catch up with whatever's going on, whatever message is being preached. Oh, thanks for that detailed breakdown. Oh, I, yes. I, I love to hear it that way. <laughs> it's it's a, a nice behind-the-scenes look, especially of how the week-to-week -week services do run. Mm -hmm. within our organization, and there's a, a lot of moving pieces. Yep, <laughs> more than people think there are. <laughs> yes, and how might somebody get plugged into volunteering with the, the media team to just help run slides or mm -hmm. maybe even get plugged into the worship band because that, that is another part of media that we do offer. We, we do a, a phenomenal job with worship. I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoy our worship team, and they, they really kill it every time. So how mm -hmm. might somebody be... Uh, able to get plugged in there to offer their services. Yeah, so uh, on the tech side of volunteering, that is definitely something that we haven't fully like opened the doors to what it looks like for volunteers yet. If there's someone that's interested, those conversations can be had. One thing we've really focused on this year is because we have a full team of interns and staff, we've kind of primarily kept those responsibilities to ourselves so that students can be experiencing the actual service and not have to have this role they have to fulfill. But there definitely is room for someone to talk to whoever is running sound or slides to come and shadow them and sit with them and have that conversation. And maybe in some capacity, there's a possibility for volunteering along the way. It's not a clear cut path, but we definitely want to make sure that that person is able to sit and experience whatever God is presenting from the pulpit first uh, before they just want to be doing something. Because I think there's a few of us out there, um, myself included, who it can be really dangerous for me to have to be like, on all day and like working and accomplishing things sometimes I need to sit and soak and receive and it's a little hard when you when you have a mouse in your hand trying to navigate something so making sure that is the first and foremost priority and then uh for the worship specifically uh that technically isn't my department I fun fact I am not musically gifted at all <laughs> and anyone will tell you that I am much better at capturing the moments with the camera. That is my specialty. I feel you there. I'm the same way. I would rather be behind the camera than yep. in front of oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But so. uh, our worship team is phenomenal. They're dedicated and diligent. Uh, for someone interested in being on the worship team, they do have to be a small group leader in our ministry. That is the one caveat. And the reason being for that is we don't want someone uh, up on the worship team who is there just for in the sense of performance and not in a condescending way, but like we want authentic worship to be broadcast from that stage. Like that is not a place to showcase your musical giftings, although that does happen as worship unto the Lord. The first and foremost priority of worship is to facilitate an environment where people can encounter the living God and invite the presence of the Holy Spirit to, yeah, be active in that room. And so, yep, have to be a small group leader. And then they will contact uh, 
our head of worship this year. It's been Andy. Uh, next year will be a little different. But um, yeah, and so they contact that person and schedule an audition. And from there, they'll eventually get their planning center request that they'll get to answer and be a part of the team. Okay. Well, thanks for that info. Greatly appreciated for any of those who might be listening who have that gift. And if you are Mm -hmm. a small group leader with that gift, then uh, if God's calling you to use that, then Mm -hmm. definitely get in touch with one of the members of of staff and then you can go from there. So Cassie, do you have any final advice for those looking to better utilize media within our ministries here as we wrap things up? I would say what I said before, be as authentic as possible. Don't fall into the trap of Instagram or a website being a highlight reel. I think you can create a product that that is done with excellence and is shown to be excellent, but just make sure that's what's really happening in the room. And that is coming from someone who, yeah, once upon a time in my life, I think had I had access to that kind of media, I would have presented something that wasn't myself. And I know who God made me to be. I know the unique things that he's put in me. And I know that there is a finite expression in me of an infinite God that needs to be shown to the world. And so that means being as authentic as I can be. And so that's what we hope that you'll see on the UND Chi Alpha Instagram and website is real pictures of real people encountering a very real God. Amen to that. Well, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy. This has been the Firestarters Podcast. God bless.